Good evening, I'm Paul Durienzo with these headlines. A brief humanitarian ceasefire in Israel's war against Gaza will start Friday morning, according to Qatar's foreign ministry. The beginning of the pause will be 7 a.m. Friday, the 24th of November, and it will last, of course, as agreed, for four uh, days. And uh, the first uh, patch of civilians to, uh, to be released from Gaza will be around 4 p.m. of the same day. Israel's bombing campaign in Gaza continues in the run-up to the ceasefire. Israeli forces have evicted patients and doctors from the Indonesian hospital, where more than a dozen were killed in a bomb attack. It's been 48 days of brutal attacks since Hamas fighters broke through a security fence on October 7th, seizing more than 200 hostages and killing about 1,200 Israeli soldiers and civilians. According to the Gaza Health Ministry, more than 14,000 Palestinians have been killed, including 5,840 children. More than 30,000 have been injured. Another 260 have been killed on the West Bank. 205 medical personnel have also died in the bombings. The Qatar spokesperson says a longer ceasefire is being discussed. Our aim is for this deal to end with a lasting truth. Right now, of course, the confines of this deal are these four days that are subject to a second phase and, uh, you know, following phases of expanding the pause through uh, the formula of uh, getting more hostages uh, out and therefore getting more time for, uh, for the pause. We are hoping that, that that momentum will carry and that we would find this would open the door for further and more uh, deep negotiations towards an end to, uh, to this uh, violence. According to the Gaza media office, more than 1.5 million Palestinians have been displaced by the fighting. And today is Thanksgiving in the United States when millions enjoy family time, football, and a hearty meal. In New York City, it's the famous Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Today, a group calling itself Writers Against the War on Gaza jumped into the parade chanting, Free, Free Palestine. Free, Free Palestine! Free, Free Palestine! Free, Free Palestine! The group's statement claims there'll be no giving thanks until Palestine is free. And in New York, another deadline to file claims under the state's Adult Survivors Act for those who say they survived sexual abuse. A summons was delivered to Mayor Eric Adams by a woman who says he sexually assaulted her in 1993. The mayor denied the charges. And uh, I could just emphatically state uh, that one, this never took place. And I do not recall ever meeting uh, the accuser. And it's just not who I am. And I would never do anything to harm someone. That is just my character. The suit wants $5 million in damages from the city and the Guardians, the black police officers organization. Over the past year, 2,500 people have filed under the Survivors Act, mostly against government entities. And three Palestinian rights groups have filed a lawsuit with the International Criminal Court urging an investigation of Israel for apartheid and genocide and issue arrest warrants for Israeli leaders. While the ICC opened a case, many Palestinian activists say the court's response has been weak. Journalist Sam Husseini, often heard on WBAI, says there's a better alternative to hold Israel accountable. The other way to go is the International Court of Justice, also known as the World Court, which has been much more even-handed in the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Any country virtually can make a move to apply the Genocide Convention and bring a court case before the International Court of Justice. Husseini says the definition of genocide is forcible removal of people from their homes, and he points to statements made by Israeli officials.
the remarkable thing about the current attack on Gaza is that you have numerous statements by Israeli political and military officials basically saying that they want to do that. No water, no electricity, no food. He adds, that's genocide. Israel has regularly bombed and pummeled Gaza. They call it mowing the lawn, basically an ethnic cleansing campaign to bomb and drive the Palestinian people out of their homes. Journalist Sam Husseini. And finally, Joan Hara, the wife of Chilean folk singer Victor Hara, died earlier this month. Her husband, a popular balladeer and supporter of Chile's president, Salvador Allende, was murdered during a coup that killed Allende and at least 30,000 Chileans in 1973. The military officer who killed her husband was arrested in Florida last month and faces extradition to Chile. Joan Hara was 96. Paul Durienzo, New York.